Welcome to Brand by Design, formerly the HD CEO Psyche podcast. I am your host, Ashley Brianna Eve. In a world of imitations, I am a certified BG5 business consultant, BG5 business cycle specialist, BG5 profit potential student, and holistic analyst student at the International Human Design School Differentiation Degree Program. I'm a brand strategist for business thought leaders, coaches, and authors who want to create an impact with their ideas and build a highly profitable, personally fulfilling business. Join me to learn more about how to leverage your unique expertise to make more money being you. Without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to Alive on the Fifth Line and Importance of Brand refinement. Hello YouTube, hello Instagram, and welcome back to the podcast. This episode will be going out on different platforms. So main platform is over on YouTube where I have the slides. And today we are talking about fifth lines and the importance of brand refinement. And I work with a ton of fifth lines, a lot of fifth line manifestors that have scaled over seven figures. So even though I'm technically not designed to work with the fifth line, I'm a four six. So there is not that synergy between the four or the six with the five and who I'm designed to see, therefore who I'm designed to work with are the naturals, the second lines. There's not a lot in my chart that says I'm here to work with the fifth lines. (laughs) However, I find I do so well working with the grittiness of the fifth line and especially those natural fifth lines, right? When we're looking at who we're here to see through our design, even though I'm here to see the two, it's not necessarily only the second line, right? That is the naturals that it represents. So I work with a ton of fifth line naturals. Hello guys. If you want the full experience, it is over on YouTube with the slides. It's so nice to see everyone hopping on. So today, like I said, we're talking about fifth lines and the importance of brand refinement. All right, let's pull up the slides here. All right, why is this so important, guys? Oh, what did I do with my slides? Here we go, we're back on track. (laughs) We're back on track, we're good to go. When we are building a brand paid directly by the people we serve, we're, they're not buying what you offer. And I think this is one of the biggest errors that a lot of people, especially fifth lines are leaning on, right? And what I mean by that is you might be saying, well, I'm a human design expert, or this is strictly my solution and trying to double down as a fifth line on that solution and thinking that people are buying the solution. Not necessarily. Sure, we are marketing the solution and we are bringing the solution through in your copywriting. However, When we're looking at personal brands and building a brand where you are paid directly by people, what they're buying is you, right? That's why I've said for so long, the brand is you. Hello, Instagram. For the full experience, join me over on YouTube. People are saying yes to you and the movement you are a stand for with your out-of-the-box solutions, all right? Hear me again with that fifth line. People are saying yes to you and the movement you are a stand for with your out of the box solutions. So when we're looking at marketing positioning the fifth line, yes, of course, we're talking about your out of the box solutions. Yes, of course, we are talking about the practical solutions that you have. You are the practical marketer in BG5, which is the business application of human design. However, at the end of the day, 
if all you are doing is bringing forward your solutions and say the tools you're using, say the foundation you're using, let's go for a five one, this, the foundations that you have built so that you can bring those out of the box solutions while you're blending in in a sea of millions versus when we allow you to stand out and we're bringing out all those characteristics that make you you, well, it gets a lot easier for people to say yes to you and your brand. So the one thing that I always have my clients dive into when they first start working with me, and you'll see this if you're a part of any of my You Are The Brand workshops, is what, are the move, what is the movement you are a stand for and the tangible results that come from it? And this is critical for the fifth line. It is absolutely critical that the fifth line has, this is the movement I am a stand for, and these are the tangible results that come that come as an extension of the movement I'm a stand for, as an extension of my business, of an extension of what I am a stand for. And we're going to see this even more for all of the designs as we move into 2027. We're seeing that already. People are wanting tangible results. They're wanting tangible solutions, not just being sold fluff. So this is important for all of the designs all of the types. However, it's going to be even that much more important for the fifth line because we do have that projection. We have the projection of the fifth line where people are seeing you as a savior, where people are seeing you as a guru, as someone that can provide solutions for them and help them out of their pain, help them out of the situation they're in that they don't want to be in anymore. This is going to be important that not only are you clear in the tangible solutions you provide, so a lot of people have clever marketing, clever copy, and no one truly knows what you do or your tangible results are blending in with a ton of other people and what they're saying. You know, I had a fifth line clients, we'll have a fifth line clients that talked a lot about when we first started, talked a lot about raising the collective consciousness. And I said, well, everyone's saying that. Why do you stand out? Why do your tangible results stand out out of a sea of millions of people that are using the same hashtags that someone else can work with, right? People have options. What are the tangible results that you provide? And it's going to be more important than ever for the fifth line, of course. Movement I'm stand for intangible results from that. Yes. So as I said, guys, over on Instagram, I won't be offended if you hop over on YouTube because I do have slides over there. We won't the personal cross. We won't be getting into the personal cross of Sleeping Phoenix. I work with that certainly with my personal clients and my mastermind clients. However, that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about the shift from the cross of planning into the cross of Sleeping Phoenix. And the brand being you is about selling your ideas, your expertise, your reputation, which we know the fifth line reputation is critical and easily tarnished, and your personality through building authority, right? The authority, the leader is the fifth line through relevancy, intimacy, and omnipresence. And when we have a very clear brand, this is what I'm walking you guys through from literally start to finish in Branded by Design My Mastermind. You are walking with your guidebook and not just your guidebook, but I am helping you implement it every step of the way through Branded by Design for creating a clear brand that creates omnipresence. And when you have a clear brand that creates omnipresence, your brand does the heavy lifting for you. Your brand is going to do the heavy lifting for you. That is what has allowed mine and my clients' brands to create wildfire movements. The brand itself and the brand clarity does the heavy lifting for them. And then they build authority and intimacy through that. 
So it's really important, especially for the fifth line, so you're not getting burned at the stake, that you're allowing your brand to do the heavy lifting for you and you're creating that omnipresence through your brand voice, your brand message, your unique selling proposition, which we're going to work on as well in Branded by Design. All of these pieces come together to create a brand within the movement that people are saying yes to. And when we're looking at the storytelling, right, the marketing, the copy of your brand, it's a practice of creating those emotional connections. Now, when we're looking at the fifth line, what we're going to see in the next slide is the fifth line is on the second floor of the house. So especially I work with, like I said, a ton of fifth line manifestors. <laughs> I love the grittiness of the manifestor. I love the grittiness of the fifth line. And so you're looking at the second floor of the house. Well, when you're detached a little bit like that, Creating an emotional connection is critical, especially if you're a manifester layered on top of a fifth line aura. Why? People can't feel you. That emotional connection is not going to naturally be there the way it may be there for someone like a generator or a fourth line. So what we're looking at is creating a narrative and a cohesive storyline, a cohesive brand that reflects your company's values, your mission, your vision, and then allowing everything to be an extension of that. Now, values, mission, vision, unique selling proposition, those are all going to be month one within Branded by Design. We are literally going through a process to build it out from the ground up for you. So all of that's going to be one month one before we get into your product suite of month two. And then month three within Branded by Design, we're doing selling through your openness and creating your copy and your marketing based on your unique design. Hi guys. Hello, hello. So nice to see you guys. So it's important for businesses to be able to communicate this, right? That's why I say, especially for fifth lines, it is critical that you have clear messaging, clear marketing, and a clear brand. We do not want more than any other line, any murkiness, any questions about what you do or how you create a transformation. We don't want to leave people guessing. We don't want to leave it up to other people to guess what you do, because as soon as they start with those projections, especially if you have crappy boundaries and you start saying yes to those, projections, especially maybe, and I see this when fifth lines come to me in the beginning, not so much my one-on-one -on -one or masterminds anymore, but previously, you know, they've been saying yes to everyone because they need money or, you know, they just want to prove themselves undefined ego. So they have all these layers and stories on why they're saying yes to all of these projections, but all it does is tarnish the brand over time. All it does is bring the brand down over time because I mean, really at the end of the day, you're not meant to solve everyone's problems. You're not meant to be the lifeboat. You're not meant to save everyone, even if people are projecting that on you. So you start creating all these like offers within the business that have nothing to do with anything. It's what I refer to as building businesses within your business. And for a fifth line, that becomes very dangerous. It becomes a very shaky foundation to build your brand on. Why? When you start not being able to transform people the way you're promising, the way your brand promises, or way the way your offer promises, people can't wait to burn down a fifth line. People can't wait to then say, you were supposed to be my savior, you were supposed to be my guru, and you fucked up, you messed it up, it's your fault. And it's going to happen a lot more with the fifth line than any other line. So this is why it's really important more for any, of course this is important for any design. I think where people get really, <laughs> confused with human design is that it's like a completely different thing for every design, every type, every profile. It's like the nuances that matter, but the nuances make a big difference. So personal branding is going to be about, be about creating value and storytelling. And again, because you're on that second level of the house, that emotional connection is not naturally made. 
It's just not. So we have to be very intentional about how we're creating the emotional connection in your business, not just because people can't naturally feel you, but secondary to that, there's the projections that are happening. So this is, again, all the stuff that I'm going to walk you through, through Branded by Design, my mastermind, three-month mastermind. So the stories and the brand you're creating are not just here to feel safe for people to, especially if you're a first uh, five one, that's going to be very fucking important that people feel safe in your brand, but it's going to feel, help people feel less alone, help them feel heard, help them feel seen and recognized for the projectors in your audience, help the generators have something to respond to, have the manifestors be inspired by your content, right? So we're looking to relate to people, like just be a normal human person and relate to people. And how can we bring that into your brand? How can we bring that into your profile? So the reasons I'm passionate about this, especially for the fifth lines, is one, it's going to differentiate you. We need that right now. I can't tell you how many times for my mastermind, for one-on-one, for offers that I have, workshops that I have, I'll go to hashtags online. This isn't five lines specific. I'll go to hashtags online just to get examples. And I really cannot tell the difference between everyone. I'm like, I don't know why I would be choosing you from you because everything I'm seeing in your shit looks the exact same. It's the same language. Manifest your best life. Uh, Find your purpose. The same kind of colors, the same language, the same showing up, everything, right? So you have to differentiate yourself. Number two, it showcases your strengths and wisdom. So your definition is going to be your strengths and your openness is going to be your wisdom. And it draws your line in the sand to prevent those projections that lead to brand tarnishment. And the fifth can't really bounce back the way some of the other lines are able to. Feeling this as a 5-1, yes, unconscious and conscious. So why do I hammer down on and harp on profile? We talk about it all the time. And I have so many people that come to me and they're like, yeah, 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 I get it. But I want to know this. Well, the fucking problem is you're not actually representing your brand as a fifth line. So it doesn't matter if you know your environment and you're working in your cave. It doesn't matter if you're eating cold food because your digestion is cold. None of that matters because you're not positioning yourself as a fifth line, right? So why do I harp on this? Because it's the foundation of everything for branding, first of all. <laughs> if I was, if someone asked me in under 10 seconds to give you a reason why, that is my reason why, because it's true. So the public role is profile in business, and it describes your authentic character on the stage of life. It is literally how people are meant to see you. So if you are a fifth line and you are running the streets like a first line or running the streets like a second line, and yes, of course, we're going to be conscious and unconscious, If you want to know how it works with you, join me in Branded by Design. Uh, But if you're running the streets as a different line and you are a fifth line, it's not going to work. So people are meant to see you as that guru, as that savior, as someone with practical out-of-the-box solutions. It also has your mechanical potentials and your limitations. You know, I know we're not meant to say this in the spiritual world anymore, but believe it or not, (laughs) your human design shows you your potential, and your limitations. We all have limitations. It's not bad. It's good. In fact, I think when we try to do it all, be it all, and be the jack of all trades in our brand, we, that's especially as a fifth line, that's where you're going to tarnish your brand. But for anyone, that's where you start blending in, to be honest. 
leverage your strengths. Stop trying to be something you're not. Who cares? Let the twos be the naturals. Let the ones have the foundation. Whatever the case may be, you be you. And of course, it goes beyond profile as well. It's going to be in your entire design. It's going to be in the nuances of the gates, the channels, um, all of that. Everything that comes to make you you, right? But as soon as you're trying to be something you're not, it's not going to work. The public role or profile indicates how we fulfill our life purpose. Doesn't Nothing in human design or anything else is going to necessarily say this is your life purpose, although... In Branded by Design, we are going to be going over aspects of BG5 in your design that give us your why, which is so fucking cool. And I love doing this for myself as well, because very often, here's the thing I want to say about this. Very often, our strengths and what we're meant to do is what we think we shouldn't do, right? It's what we think maybe comes too easy, what we think couldn't be good enough or whatever the case may be. We're so used to grass is always greener. So it's always funny for me to come back to how BG5 describes my why, how it describes my vision, how it describes my mission, how I'm literally designed to be of service as a cross of service. Because truthfully, well, one, I had a personal training business for years. And while it was very successful, it was much harder to scale than my business now. And two, there's so many times where I'm like, fuck, I don't want to teach money and business anymore. And it is quite literally my link nodes, which is what we'll do in Branded by Design in the first month, which is my why, which is my mission, which is my vision, which is how I'm meant to be of service. So it's just so funny how we very often live in grass is always greener. So when we come back to how we fulfill our life, fulfill our life, what our life is, provides those guardrails as well to keep us on track, which I feel is so important. No matter who you are, no matter how long you've known human design, it is so important to have that tangible map blueprint. I call it the brand you blueprint, the brand you blueprint to look at and be like, oh, I am on track, even in the hard times, even when you're like, fuck this, I don't want to do it anymore. And profile is one of those things we can use to keep you on track. I struggle this as an M, as an MG. Mm-hmm. Let's change that language up. <laughs> and uh, when you live correctly according to your profile, it's how you fulfill that purpose. Not just indicates how, but it is how. And when we're looking at the conscious aspect of your public role, so it would be the first number. So five one, the conscious would be the first number. It's something. The conscious is something we have control over. The unconscious is something we don't necessarily have control over. It's it's not conscious to us. So when we start to illuminate it and bring attention to it, we can consciously build out your brand without having to guess. We essentially take that guesswork out. And again, that's why Branded by Design is so excited by it because what we're going to do is look at, instead of guessing, does this brand represent me? Does this message represent me? We're taking all that guesswork out and we're looking at it tangibly, through your BG5, through your success codes and putting it all together for you. But this is why profile is so important because it is literally how you fulfill your purpose. It's how people are meant to see you. It's how you live out your potential. All right, so when we understand the mechanics, we understand the why of a strategy as well. You know, for a long time, just to give you guys a little bit of a story, for a long time with my design, I'm very open on the experiential way very open on the spiritual aspects of my design and heavy logic. Like my strengths are heavy logic. And it was not until I really understood the mechanics of my unique design that I was able to leverage it fully in business. Because again, living through that grass is always greener. So I was living through that grass is 
always greener of, well, I should be more spiritual. I should be this. I should be that instead of leveraging my strengths. So mechanics are so important. And I'm kind of a nerd. I can finally say it without feeling like I'm doing something wrong or not being me. Like I'm such a nerd for stats and seeing the patterns, which is again in my design. So fifth lines carry with them a very powerful projection in the way in which they're perceived by others. This is why a clear brand is critical for fifth lines. It's critical for everyone. But again, I just don't want the mind to be like this or that and someone watching. They're like, I'm a four six. I don't need a clear brand. No, <laughs> it is just that much more important because of and due to those projections. So one, here's the thing. There's an expectation that the fifth line can bring the fulfillment of a process. The expectation that the fifth line can be the savior, fix someone's problems, and people are going to project that on you. And again, remember, and what we can see here in the picture on YouTube is you're on the second floor of the house, like in the window looking out. So again, there is that little bit of disconnect. We must, in your marketing and in your brand, consciously create that emotional connection. And that's through also consciously creating your message, constantly creating your brand in a way that represents you and how you want to be seen. That's so important. So this as the fifth line, it's all about universalization. And again, you know, when we're looking at the fifth line, the difficulty is the second floor of the house. You can't look in easily and see what's there. It's not even like the fourth line. The fourth line has that bubbly aura that kind of pulls people in. You don't have that. So there's just this projection and people can only guess. And we do not want people guessing about your brand. We do not want people guessing about how you can help them. We don't want that. We want it to be clear and we want it to be straightforward so that people can pay you. <laughs> so that people end up in your DMs saying, where have you been all my life? How can I give you money? Right? We don't want people guessing. However, if we're not consciously creating your brand and you're marketing your copywriting, people can't easily see you and you add a manifest or aura to that and there's a lot more projections because now people definitely can't get in because you have that closed and repelling aura on top of the kind of detached fifth line aura, right? And when people are guessing or if people are confused, they're not buying. So you might even get into this loop with the fifth line where you're really inspirational or people follow you to maybe see your solutions, but they're paying someone else for them. And here's the thing, guys, whether you are a spiritual entrepreneur, service-based provider, you are whatever your business is, it's a fucking business. Like we have to start admitting this to ourselves in the spiritual space. I think there's such a disconnect in the spiritual space where people are afraid to say like, I'm building a business and I want to make bank. Like I want to make money. My business owner's intent is to fund my lifestyle and fund the causes that I'm passionate about. And I think sometimes there has to be a come to Jesus moment where personal brands and entrepreneurs are honest with themselves about that first, because until you're honest about that, well, you're gonna be a little bit murky in your message, which is going to create people projecting on you, right? And people guessing. So what we want is a clear brand, clear messaging, clear copywriting, clear transformation, clarity, 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 which is really my specialty because I have the undefined solar plexus. I'm recognizing these projections through my experience. Mm -hmm. All right, fifth line has the advantage in that they can impact others because there is an openness to the possibility that they can deliver. But if they don't, then you're punished. That's where kind of the burning at the stake is, right? And your reputation is punished. And here's the thing. 
when we're looking at personal brands or online businesses, I work with everyone from personal brands to service providers and everyone in between. When we're looking at personal brands, especially for the fifth line, it's a lot harder to come back from that punished reputation than it is to build it out right from the beginning. And I hear a lot of people, they'll come to me and they'll say, yeah, I don't know if I'm ready for your space or I'm ready for brand by design or I'm ready for your offers because like I don't have my full brand done yet. And it's like, why are you waiting, especially if you're a fifth line? Why are you waiting until what? Like one day when? One day when you hit 50K? One day when you have enough clients before you put the pieces in place that actually get you to that place? Like it's such backwards thinking. And what we have to do is stop putting the cart before the horse of one day when then I will build the brand create a cohesive brand voice, create a cohesive brand message, especially for the fifth line, you wanna do that now because if you're building businesses within your business, your reputation is gonna be punished because you just can't keep up with that, right? You're not meant to serve everyone. You're not meant to save everyone. No one is, no one is. This has happened, giving away free work and them going elsewhere. Yep, <laughs> yep, we don't want that. The key to being a fifth line being in the profile. So we're just, I always get questions about what about this? What about that? We're talking about profile. Um, now you could get into where it's activated in the hexagram. However, today we're talking about profile is practical application. Clear, <laughs> get that tattooed on your forehead. Is my message clear? Do people know WTF? I do, right? And again, like I said, every time, you know, it's very rare to go to Instagram and search hashtags and get clear bios, clear messaging, where you can instantly in a drop of a hat know what someone does. And people often compare themselves to brands that have been around for six, seven, eight, nine, ten years and have built that brand authority and put in the time and work to have a more, a more broad message. And even if you understand copywriting and marketing, those brands that seem to be broad, they're not actually fucking broad, right? It's the sales psychology in their message. I don't care how feminine flow they're telling you they are. The, the copywriting is just nailed in terms of creating that emotional connection and talking about the transformation, which is fantastic. So key takeaways so far about the fifth line is being clear and consistent in your message and your niche is critical to avoid projections that lead to disappointment. However, it's also really critical because we don't want people being like, you are such an inspiration. I just hired Sally to help me with this. And you're like, what the hell? I That's literally what I teach. But here's the thing. Sorry if you guys hear construction. We're building another coop <laughs> for the chickens. It's my bachelor pad coop. So another thing within that is when that happens, right? When it happens where you're getting a lot of urine inspiration or people are signing up for your free stuff and then paying someone else to work with them. I always, when things like that are happening in my business, because let's be honest, it happens for everyone at times. I'm a big fan of testing things. I'm a big fan of taking risks. I'm a big fan of seeing what may work or may not work. And so there's times where stuff like that happens and I take the onus. I take the responsibility of where is my message off? Where am I not showing up? Where is it unclear about the transformation I provide and how I'm the authority in that, right? So it's always coming back to me and my message and my brand and how I can refine it even more. And I'm going to be honest, I think a mark of someone that's been in the game for a while is you notice their brand gets more refined with time. 
And I'm seeing that even since I entered the online space with those that have that staying power, because there's not a lot of people that are still around from when I entered, they are getting more refined over time and really leveraging their strengths and wisdom, which is their definition, their strengths, their wisdom, their openness to create such a clear brand message that the brand, this is what I want to drill into everyone's heads, (laughs) the brand does the heavy lifting for you. That's what we want. We want your brand to do the heavy lifting, okay? And number two, your solution still needs to be one the market wants and needs, right? The fifth line, one of the things I see an error of with fifth lines that come to me is they'll be creating solutions. They'll be creating out-of-the-box solutions. They'll be creating things no one has seen before, right? But the problem is the market doesn't want what they're selling, And this can be a gut punch, right? And I was talking to a client, a fifth line client about this recently. And this fifth line client said, you know, I don't know, like, or sorry, she said, I'm not really sure. I think right now it's just this period of time where I need to like buckle down more and keep going and be patient. And I said, the the mark of a CEO is understanding and knowing when that is true and when the market doesn't want what we have or messaging is off so that people, I see this more with six lines where the messaging's ahead of the time. And so people aren't connecting with what they have. Usually I see that a lot more with six lines, but I said the mark of a good CEO is understanding and be able to objectively look at our business. Now that's me, (laughs) a six line, being able to objectively look at the business, but being able to objectively look at the business and be like, is this actually something the market wants? Or, you know, if it's not, then pivot. If it's not, then you need to get your hands dirty, fifth line. And again, remember, people can't connect in the way they can with other lines. You're in the window of the second floor. Like, get your hands dirty. Get out there. Talk to your market. Talk to your community. Talk to your audience. See the solutions they want and innovate, right? It's not just parroting back to them. And that's what we're going to talk about in month two of Branded by Design is creating these innovative solutions that people want but it's still innovative because often when we pair it back what people want, it doesn't work. And that's when you're like, what the hell? I put a survey in my stories and you assholes said that you wanted this solution and I provide you the solution and none of you guys that said you wanted it signed up. What is going on? What am I missing here, right? So we don't want to pair it back either. And again, that's going to be month two when we work at when we work on pricing and product suite in Branded by Design, where we'll nail your offers as well. But your solution needs to be one the market wants. Just in it, something to keep in mind as well, again, like I said, I work with a lot of manifestor fifth lines. And what I hear in the beginning when I work with manifestor fifth lines a lot, <laughs> I love you guys. I love you guys. I have so much fun working with the fifth line manifestors. And what I hear in the beginning a lot is, but I love it. <laughs> you know, too bad. I want to do it. Well, the market needs you. It's fine. You can launch things because you want to. But if the market doesn't want it, it's going to be really hard to sell it is the truth of it. So in branding and business, fifth lines bring universalization of something new, provide practical solutions, like to fix and solve problems. So really get their hands dirty. And that's why it can be so powerful as well for you get your hands dirty with your market, with your audience, with your community. Get your, like actually ask them what they want, right? Fix the problems that they want you to fix. Create solutions that they want solutions for. 
I, the fifth line's big on out of the box answers. So what I'm always looking at with my fifth lines and creating their brand is, okay, this is what the transformation is. How can we even go more out of the box? How can we bring even more you to this offer? The fifth line steps in and fixes things, then steps out. Now, this is something we are really going to be nailing in month two of Branded by Design because each profile is going to have a different way and each design as well. There's actually multiple aspects we look at for product suites and how you're best using your energy in your product suite. So each person's going to get a blueprint for their design, their specific design. It's not like a course where you're getting random shit like uh, paintbrush, right? No, we're going specific to you what works best for your design and profile is one of those things I take into account. So when we're looking at the fifth line in business, hello, just for you, fifth line. <laughs> when we're looking at the fifth line in business, it's step in, fix, step out, right? This is going to play a major role in how we structure your product suite. And it's also the reason, not just for you using your energy, but if we remember back to earlier in this live, well, people are going to see you through your profile. And if people are seeing you as someone that steps in, fixes, and steps out, that might be some of the resistance you're having in selling long-term offers. It's something to keep in mind. And again, I look at someone, a client's full body graph and all the different aspects of what goes into building a product suite, but this is a big player for it. And I want to talk about projections briefly as well in terms of someone that I feel like we all know. I love her. If you've been around for a while, you're going to be like, oh, fuck, she's talking about Britney Spears. I already know where she's going with this. But I think she's such a beautiful representation of the fifth line and what can happen to the fifth line. Now, here's the thing. People are naturally attracted to the fifth line. People, the psychology of someone is, this is where I am. This is where I want to be. How do I fix it? How do I close that gap? And so people are naturally attracted to the fifth line because we naturally see you as someone that can close that gap for us. Now, again, if the fifth line isn't delivering on the transformation, and here's the thing what I want to back up with is you can't deliver on a fucking cloudy transformation. Find your purpose. How do you, truly, how do you deliver on that? How does someone know they have their purpose? Because I can nearly guarantee in a year from now, it's going to look different than it does now. Especially if someone's newer to spiritual waking. It's going to evolve so fast. Uh, be proud of yourself. How do you deliver on that? Be happier. How do you deliver on that? Right? It's not a clear... You can fight me on this. <laughs> emotions are not a transformation. And a lot of people are trying to sell emotions as their transformation. And it's causing fifth lines to run into a lot of issues. We're not talking about... What if you have more of other lines than your profile? That's not what we're talking about today, but I will help people with that in Branded by Design. And Taylor Swift, a 5-1. Yeah, I'm not a, a Swifty or whatever they're called, uh, but it is true. Absolutely. Absolutely. I see that all the time. I don't know why I get... Well, I know I probably... I probably get so much pop culture news because I watch a lot of pop culture law tube, Emily D. Baker is the one that I'm always on. That might be why, but yeah, Taylor, people can't wait to like pump her up, but also bring her down, right? If you guys have questions about the program, feel free to DM me. I just want to stay on track for this live. You're welcome. 
So when we're looking at someone like Britney Spears, Taylor Swift, um, Amy Winehouse is another one. I believe Heath Ledger was another one, another fifth line. There's a lot of examples for fifth lines in terms of being built up to be torn down, right? Britney, I don't know if you guys are old enough. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are old enough for Britney, but I am. And back in the day, I mean, people loved building her up right? People loved, like, she's so sweet, she's so magnetic. You look at original interviews with Britney and I mean, now that I'm older, you see the writing on the walls coming, but especially with her design, but people loved to build her up. She was the pop star. She was the princess of pop until she didn't meet people's expectations, until she didn't fit the image that people had for her until she wasn't delivering in the way people thought she should. And even now, I mean, whatever your opinions are of, of Britney and how she's living her life and how she's running her Instagram and all of these different aspects, you know, I think the online space is just awful when it comes to mental health, to be quite honest, and, and blind to the fact this woman was enslaved in a conservatorship for 13 years. However, I regress. Um, when she wasn't living up to and is not living up to the princess of pop persona that she was granted by society, I mean, people can't wait to pull her down. People are saying horrific things about her online, right? So B was always ahead of her time. Blackout is still referred to as the pop Bible. It's referred to as having been ahead of its time. I'm still seeing people and new singers referencing Blackout as inspiration for their content now. And yet, people couldn't wait to build her up to pull her down. So this is why it's so critical in your brand. And Taylor's a great example, even though I don't really follow her much in terms of her, I don't listen to her music, but I do follow just from an interest standpoint what the public does. And Raruhu as well. I mean, there's a lot of people that were his original students that took all of his content. He's a 5'1" took all of his content and are rewriting it, but still calling it human design. There's a lot of people that were his original clients and students that speak poorly about him now. And there's all, all this stuff, right? So what's so important and how to apply this to your brand is it's critical you have that line in the sand drawn. It's critical that you have a niche. I know it's a dirty word in the spiritual space <laughs> and you're speaking to the smallest viable audience and you are unshakable in what your solutions are and you are unshakable in the transformations that you provide. Because again, especially if you're getting distracted through your openness and now you're say undefined head center trying to answer everybody else's questions. So you're like, oh, my audience wants me to launch this and launch this and launch this and someone else said I wanna launch this and maybe you're a projector, right? And you're like, oh, they're seeing and recognizing me for this and they see and recognize me for this and there's these invitations over here and over here. Well, you're just spreading yourself thin trying to be the jack of all trades and it very rarely ends well for a fifth line. Usually there's some kind of reputational damage and when we look at the fifth line, one of the most important things for a fifth line is reputation. So marketing your work is done through your brand voice. It's done through your brand. Again, we wanna create a brand that does the heavy lifting for you. And there's a lot of people saying a lot of things online, but there's a big difference between, especially as a fifth line, saying things online and using your voice for change in the movement you are a stand for and creating a brand around this movement you are a stand for because people are going to say yes to the movement 
They're not saying yes to you because you necessarily teach human design, right? They're saying yes to you and the movement that your solutions are a stand for. And I want you to write that down. What is the movement your solutions are a stand for? And you get clear on that and everything else is going to get more clear. And a lot of people I see online, it's like a vibe problem or a mark or sorry, a vibe problem or a mindset problem. And that's why your offer isn't selling. Often it's a marketing problem. <laughs> I think we've just swung the pendulum too far the opposite way in the online space, online business space. And it's like, just hold the vibe more. Just work on your mindset more. Just journal more. Just light more candles and it's like yeah no you actually have a really bad marketing issue you have a really bad copywriting issue you have a really bad brand issue it's all over the place it's hot mess express and especially for the fifth line when you're a hot mess express it's confusing there's no clarity and people aren't buying and you might be an inspiration but people are buying from someone else people might be taking your free shit but then they're buying from someone else and that's not a business like we need to wake up in the online space. That is not a business. Your business's job, your brand's job is to savage as usual. <laughs> Just a bit. Your brand's job is to create emotional connections. Write this down. My brand's job is to create emotional connections. My business's job is to increase profit potential. All right. Now that we're set on that, you probably have a marketing problem, my friends. And I say that with love, but it's also savage, yeah? <laughs> so your brand voice has the power to change people through stories, connections, and experiences. And that's how you're going to create that emotional connection, especially as a fifth line. Your stories, your voice, your movement that you're a stand for. Now, some ways to look at, like, do you have a brand voice problem? Do you have a brand problem, which is essentially a marketing problem? You're not busy. Your ideas and work isn't spreading. So you're not getting your message heard, right? And I see this a lot with people where if people know them, especially fifth lines I see, um, there's a couple other lines, but we're speaking specifically of stay on track, Ashley, stay on track. <laughs> with fifth lines, it's not spreading, right? Like you're most effective with strangers. Your work should be spreading and it should be spreading pretty freaking fast. You're attracting the wrong people. Right. So that might be someone that maybe you're always getting people saying, I love your work, but it's not the right time. I love your work, but I don't have the money. I love your work, but right. Wrong people or people get into your containers and they seem like they're the right people. How often does this happen? And then they're not showing up for the work. And the problem is, guys, fifth lines, I'm speaking to you. Hear me now. The problem with that more than any other line is if the wrong people are getting into your work, even if they paid you for it right? So they paid you, they said yes to you, but they're not getting the transformation. They're not sticking around. They're not sticking around. And there's, you know, people are a little bit more savage with the fifth lines than other lines. They might be more willing to give the other lines a little bit more room, right? <laughs> the fifth lines you have to deliver. So if you're attracting the wrong people and they show up to your offers and they're like all gung ho and they get in and they're not doing the work, they're not showing up, they're not implementing your solutions, they're not doing the tangible steps that you provide, they're not getting a transformation. And if they're not getting a transformation, usually with a fifth line, it's your problem, right? And sometimes like, let's just say, sometimes it actually is the person's problem and the offer just is a hot mess. You could have a really great offer with like, paint by numbers solutions 
And if it's the wrong people, and this goes for any line, to be quite honest, you have paint by number solutions. And if it's the wrong people that aren't going all the way through and aren't getting the transformation, it's going to be an issue. The people you work with, oh, aren't getting results. I basically doubled myself there. And you get the so inspirational, but no conversion, right? So a couple of things I focus on with my new fifth line clients, powerful, clear positioning that is unshakable and out of the box. Now, here's the thing. I get a lot of like almost every time I talk about profiles, someone's like, but I have more fourth lines in my profile. I have more third lines in my profile than my fifth line. Doesn't fucking matter, guys. Like, it doesn't matter. (laughs) 70% of your energy is in your profile, the conscious side of your profile. Doesn't matter. You can have third lines coming out the wazoo, but if you're a 5-1, it doesn't matter, right? Powerful, clear positioning that is unshakable as a fifth line and out of the box. Allowing the grittiness of the fifth line to come out in the brand message. I forget how Raw described fifth lines. And it was like the first time, I can't, I wish I could find, it's from one of my semesters at the International Human Design School. I had an article for, that he wrote about the fifth line. It's like more offensive than grittiness, but I can't remember the word he used. But when you have like a fifth line that's in their power, there is this grittiness about it. And I've had so many fifth line manifestors sit across from me as clients and say, like, these are powerhouses, multiple seven figure earners, some of the biggest names in the online space, eight figure earners. And they're like, very few people can sit across from my, like the word I use is grittiness and not waver in what they're saying to me, even when it's not good news, even when it's tough love, right? Like that. And I, that's where I love the fifth line, especially the manifestor energy with it. There is a grittiness. There is a power. There is kind of like this like standoffish energy. And I love helping the fifth line find that emotional connection within their brand and their audience with keeping that. Attracting and or accepting the wrong people can get real dirty real fast as a fifth line coach. Yep. Real dirty real fast. And there's not, you know, the reality is there's just not that forgiving nature that some of the other designs might get, right? Like a 4-6 or a 2-4. They might get a little bit more of that, even a 3-6, a little bit more of that forgiving nature gets real dirty real fast with a fifth line. <laughs> Strong boundaries and not allowing the not self or openness to play games. That's huge with my fifth line clients is we create that line in the sand because the the not self is going to be like, but what about this? But what about that? But I could do this, but I could do that. No, we're staying focused. We're staying clear. A clear transformation and solution. Clever is the enemy of the fifth line. Don't try to be clever. You don't have to be clever. Be clear, right? This again. So the first month in Brand by Design, we're looking at your unique selling proposition, your why, your mission, your vision. We're creating powerful, what I call powerful positioning. It is pillar one. Pillar two is we're looking at your pricing, your offers, product suite. We're looking at creating that clear transformation. So for the fifth lines, we're looking at how can we provide clear solutions for people, out of the box solutions. And I'll be helping you innovate with your offers and preventing or presenting them in a very innovative way that's going to land. And nailing your brand, words are hard, nailing your brand vocabulary that speaks to the right people and intentionally gets wrong, rid of the wrong people. Intentionally gets rid of the wrong people. That's why I really don't, you know, even as a four six, 
there were times in my business, and I'm 4'6", where I was like, I need to be more professional. I can't swear. I can't tell people how it is. I can't be savage. I you can't, 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 can't because, right? Every time I've done that, my it has been like pulling my eyeballs out, my hair out, and my offers and serving people because I can't be me and I can't say what needs to be said, right? And I'm a straight shooter. I'll say it how it needs to be said. And if I'm attracting people that don't want a straight shooter, if I'm attracting someone that wants their coach to be really soft and soft, I mean, I'm just the wrong person. And it's painful for me to try and not be blunt. I mean, it's always wrapped in love, 100%. I want people to succeed. And I want people to succeed in the agreed upon time frame, right? If we have a, a three-month mastermind, I want by the end of the three months to, for you to have the brand you blueprint, right? And branded by design. Well, I can't give you the brand you blueprint if we're beating around the bush and going on these jaunty little strolls around Hell's Half Acres that has nothing to do with anything, right? So this is something I focus on with the fifth lines as well is stop being around the bush, Say it like it is. Be who you are. Say it how you want to say it. And yes, we can add that copywriting magic, but first and foremost, you have to say it how you want to say it. And it's going to get rid of the wrong people. Don't worry about what if I lose sales. If I tell someone that they're worrying about the wrong fucking thing and they need to worry about their profile first and they're like, oh, she's a bitch. I don't want to work with her. Good, because I don't want to be in an offer with someone that when I say that to them and I'm like, look, you, you haven't even nailed profile yet. Why are you worrying about this for them to be hurt and not want to like, fuck, why am I here, right? So important, especially for the fifth line. It is critical. And I think that's why I attract a lot of fifth lines because that's naturally how I show up. So the fifth line is like, teach me your ways. Teach me your ways. I'm unfiltered. Say it like it is. So remember, in the online personal branding space, people tend to be unwilling to niche down. It's like a dirty word. I made a post about this the other day on Instagram where I said, you know, niche, dream client, soul fractal, same thing. Potato, potato. It is the exact same thing. We just have this weirdness around words, but the reality is nothing has meaning until we give it meaning. So you've just given a wrong meaning to the word niche. So the best way to grow and grow fast, especially as a fifth line, to prevent that confusion, to prevent that reputational damage, is speak to the smallest viable audience. I have people that come to me and they're like, I'm struggling with, you know, selling my offers out and all this, this is all the stuff I'm struggling with. Smallest viable audience. No, I don't want to do that. Then prepare, be prepared to work harder, a lot harder, right? That's where people start to build the hamster wheel. Be prepared for that. Doesn't mean you can't do it. I will never tell someone they can't do something. Although I am not the coach for you. If you're looking to go broad and be the jack of all trades, please do not end up in my offers. I beg of you. Smallest viable audience. Those are my clients. I have clients right now in Iconic, which is my previous signature mastermind, which we're moving into a structured outline for brand by design. I have clients in there that literally message me saying, I'm nervous about because I'm scaling too fast. I'm nervous because my business is growing too fast. Like people that have 200 people on their waiting list to sign up that take the spots, like their waiting list sell out their offers. What makes them stand out? They're selling to the smallest viable audience. Love the direct no BS approach. You know where you are with people. And that, I prefer that with people too, right? Don't bullshit me. <laughs> um, so it is my belief that it is the refusal and niche down that's causing a lot of 
problems in the industry, especially for fifth lines. What we're going to get with that fifth line, of course, is again, that reputational damage, that clever marketing or broad marketing where people don't actually understand what your out of the box solution is and how it applies to them and why you, right? So you're trying to go too broad in your message. And I've said this to clients as well. They're creating offers that are really broad and they're like, I'm struggling with my marketing and my copywriting. Well, of course you are. Of course, your messaging is so broad. You want to make copywriting easy? You want to make marketing easy? Smallest viable niche. You want to make selling out your shit off of just your wait list easy? Smallest viable niche. My clients that their husbands are retiring, that everyone's at home, that their kids, et cetera, et cetera, are getting all these extra things in terms of their care and their health and resources that are available. Smallest viable niche. And someone that I always talk about my offers who doesn't appease to everyone who I've always loved is Rihanna, right? Bad Girl Riri was her brand from day one. Now, I don't imagine that Rihanna is kind of like that rough around the edges, kind of like, well, she might be in every area of life, but I imagine there's aspects of Rihanna that are very loving and nurturing. And there's multifaceted layers to Rihanna as a human being, right? Her brand, shit, my computer's gonna die in a minute. Didn't think I'd talk this long. This Her brand does not appease to everyone. That is what we're talking about. Not all of you is needed in your brand. Trying to put all of you, especially as a fifth line in your brand, is going to cause issues. We're gonna have to wrap this up real quick because my computer's about to die. <laughs> so next steps, if you're like, fuck, this is exactly what I need, Branded by Design is my new mastermind. Like I said, Iconic is wrapping up. That's been my signature mastermind for about four or five years. It's wrapping up and I've created literally through BG5. This isn't stuff I've made up. It's BG5, Profit Potential and Business Consulting. I've created a framework where we are literally walking you from start to finish of creating the brand you blueprint. Where not only are you gonna walk away with a brand that is specific to you, but we're implementing it week to week. Every single week we are training on something. I am helping you apply it directly to you and create the content directly for you. And then we're running with it. So not only are you going to be able to build the brand or pivot your brand or go deeper into your brand over the three months, you literally walk away with your blueprint. It's going to be fucking amazing. And I can't wait to serve you in there. I think we start July 3rd. If you're interested, like I said, I have to wrap this up for computers dying. Hurry up, Ashley. <laughs> if you're interested, you can check out my website, ashleybrannateve.com. The link is in my bio on Instagram as well. Or if you want to know if it's the right offer for you, you can head over to Instagram, send me a DM or email me at support at ashleybrannateve.com. All right, my friends, before my technology dies, I'm going to leave it at that. If you enjoyed this, I ask that you please share with another fifth line so they can learn a little bit about their design. All right, guys, I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys. And thanks for hanging out.